Joe, a lot of losing in that well, update there. One thing you're just not used to if you've lived down here, this heat, they just don't lose seven straight games. you got to go back all the way to 07, 08, the last time they had lost seven straight games. Just uh, incredible Sacramento Kings uh, tonight, as you just mentioned. 24-23 on the season, 12-11 and 11 at home. And uh, Terry Rozier, which, by the way, I don't think anybody had a problem with Terry Rozier coming. Been uh, a real good score on a really bad team for a long time. And uh, so he comes here. You're able to get rid of Kyle Lowry. I don't know too many fans upset that Kyle Lowry is not on the team. And now you got to figure a way for... Uh, and it sounds like Spo came out and said, listen, Terry Rozier, Hero, Bam, and Jimmy are all going to be playing together in that starting lineup. So we got to get some... Th- I, I love what Spo did. I, I love it. It's a little bit old school. We're going to have a real honest meeting and film study together today, guys. We're, uh, we're going to look at all the mistakes we're making. We're going to talk to everybody that's making them, and we're going to show you what has to change. And we want all the guys next to you to see what's going on and why we're struggling. And then he's going to break it down. This, you guys know this is not what we do and hustle, effort, um, all the stuff that he's talked about. Not playing hard enough, not playing tough enough. When was the last time we took a charge? By the way, didn't the Heat like have like 10 charges a game where guys would stick their body in front of somebody like UD would just get the crap knocked out of them under the basket, some guy going full speed? Apparently they haven't been doing that. Spo uh, Spo is quick to, to bring it all up, and so we'll see. Still a lot of time left to get this thing turned around, but boy. It was always the one team you could trust in town. The one team you can trust, the Miami Heat. And now they've been hit with the bug. Hit with uh, with the losing bug here right now. Still a lot of time. Still a lot of time to uh, to get some things turned around, and uh, it was interesting to hear what everybody had to say. Brian Geltziler will join us from uh, Sirius XM NBA Radio. We'll, we'll talk to him a little bit. Uh, his take on uh, adding Rozier to this uh, team and and if the, they might have to get aggressive here for the trade deadline, which is right around the corner, and uh, and potentially make uh, another move. We, uh, we're going to also have uh, Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network join us coming up here at 820 this morning. We'll, we'll talk to him. What we didn't talk about is Jim Harbaugh, while I was gone, took the uh, job with Justin Herbert as his quarterback and uh, also took Joe Hortiz, general manager, uh, takes over as general manager, but was with the Ravens. Well, I'll tell you what, man, it must be nice to have a brother like John that says, hey, this guy not the GM, but he's really good at what he does. He He's watched Ozzy and the rest of these guys. He knows what he's doing. So we'll see what uh, those guys. And by the way, did you see the money Harbaugh got? I think it was about $16 million a year. To uh, to be the head coach, so that's a, what five year like eighty million dollars for Harbaugh. It's another team in the AFC, by the way, that could yeah. be a problem. Well, listen, man, among uh, among many, by no, the way, listen, nothing is changing with the Miami Dolphins, and and for oh, we didn't win with that team. My God, how can it be better? Except maybe we're a little healthier next year. But look at they're going to run it back. They they may they're gonna be some new faces on the team because there there's always turnover in the NFL. 
But they are all in to win again this year. And a core of those guys will be back. Some won't be healthy until October, maybe even a little bit later. But they're going to run this thing back. Now the question is, they got to decide who they're going to re-sign. And some of those guys are going to be expensive. they got two of the best free agents in the NFL that they got to make a decision on. Christian Wilkins and Robert Hunt, right guard. Robert Hunt was was hurt a little bit at right guard this year. We're not used to seeing him injured, and Christian Wilkins never gets hurt and is coming off a, a big season. And then the other question, I, I don't know if you're with me or not. I, 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 I'm done trading my high picks. I'm done. Okay? No more. I want the high draft you picks. Can't, you can't do what you're doing, though. You can't <laughs> say we got to win next year and say, oh, but, I, but I won't trade my picks. We've done it you the last have, few you years. Both. You can't really have both. You you got to have some young guys financially. But you can't. You're not waiting though. You, you don't can't have count to on wait. These guys to be instant impact really? guys. Oh, with our with our luck. You I think s- you're better off getting guys that are proven guys if you can. I don't know how. I don't know how many more of those guys we can add. <laughs> I just don't know. You're fifty you million both, over the though. cap. I. You can't try to build, you know, the roster through the draft. And you you built say, your roster up. We're either going to win this year or we're blowing the whole thing up. You you built the roster up to put it in, in with some really good players. Nobody would argue. All three of those guys played really well. One's got to get come back from his knee now, Bradley Chubb. But Woody, the thing does work. There's this draft thing, and it does work. You can draft a guy and he can come in. We've had guys here, first and second round. There were good players in year one. <coughs> It can happen. It can happen. It is a gamble, though. Oh, my and God. And it's a gamble that you sound like you're not willing to make because you think that this has to get done next year or this year, whatever it is now. Oh, they're definitely all in to win year two. And by the way, after this, it's going to be hard to keep together. Like, you better get it done this year. You you better make God, sure you get scary hearing you and Omar talk about that. What? I don't want to live through another rebuild, man. The rebuilds suck. We didn't even do it right. We didn't even tank right. Won 11 games. And the way you finished, it just didn't have a good feel. I don't know for me. No, it man, didn't have a good feel for anyone. You, you win 11 you. games, and it wasn't good enough to win your own division. You froze your face off up there. You're still sick from it. That's and yeah, true. it didn't feel good for anyone. Even yeah. the people that now watched weather, it at home and the warmth of their own home. That weather's not good for older people. You're right. <laughs> You're still sick from that thing up there, man. Yeah, whatever this thing is, man, it's hanging around. It won't go away. Yeah. Oh, thanks for bringing it back with you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I stop coughing back here. I know. It's like the whole, it's, <laughs> welcome to the hack show. Yeah. No. And by the way, that wife of mine, my God, she hacked all night. Mm. I asked her to go sleep in the other room. Did you? <laughs> then go. Well, why? Because you don't cough at night. You just cough all the, all day. And you don't <laughs> yeah, cough at night. Right. Just give her some tussin or something. Oh man! How about that? You didn't bring us back a, a shirt from the game. Any barbecue? You didn't bring anything except for a, a nasty cough. I did. I brought it and tried to get all you guys to join the hack team. Had everybody hacking around here. Yeah. Well, I'm like your co-captain now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> So, so I guess our, our, our boss just really screwed, screwed you over on some things. Yeah, yeah. You missed a lot of stuff while you were gone. Yeah. Just incredible. And he, they, doesn't and listen, they, he doesn't listen to shows. And then, he got, caught, doing, then he got caught in a lie, he which did. is bad. Yes, he did. Lying's bad. 
Uh, not a big Lying fan to employees is not, not good. A big fan of it. So I just say this, just yeah. It was You were very upset about that. I appreciate I was. that. I was. Yeah. Like you we thought you were doing it. Yeah. It's okay that we came up with some really good content from Marlins Fan Fest. It's up on the QIM YouTube page. Really tremendous stuff. So now you're ripping the other guy. I'm not ripping anyone. No, I'm saying are. if you want to see some content from it, it's up there. Well, listen, uh, let's go to break here because on a serious note, we got Adam Beasley. Beast can help us. I know he's been golfing a little bit here, but uh, we'll get him to talk a little bit of Dolphins with us here. Uh, Landing Men's Clinic is something I love talking about because I've had great results in my 60s for low T and ED, and I want to tell everybody out there that if you're dragging through right now, constantly tired, not working out like you used to, and you've just decided, eh, this is just what happens when you get older. And, you know, for low T, for some folks, for some guys in their 40s, some in their 50s, some in their 60s, 70s, sooner or later it's going to happen to everybody. And uh, if you're not sleeping well, uh, you're constantly tired, taking more naps than ever, the production is way down and your sex drive is just gone and you'd like to get all those things back, you can do it. At Landing Men's Clinic, this is what they do, man. They've helped thousands of men right here in South Florida at their six locations. To serve you so there's one close to you to have great results. Here's what you need to do. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a T and a PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. Hey, listen, get in there as quickly as possible. Get rid of low T and start feeling really good within a couple of weeks. I'm talking about really good. Energy drive, everything back. Sex drive is back, and you're going to go, man, what have I been waiting on? Thank you, Atlantic Men's Clinic. Call them today, 877-455-7300, or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. I promise you this, you'll knock out low T and feel better than you have in a long, long time. All right, welcome back. As uh, We've been waiting to talk to Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network, who, who joins us now. And Bees, first of all, good morning. How you doing? I hear you're under a little under the weather, Joe. You doing okay? Uh, whatever, whatever happened in Kansas City, I just uh, yeah, it's just hanging around with me. It's called the hack, and I've been hacking yeah. everywhere. I don't know if uh, anybody else came back with the bees, but it's uh, bad stuff, man. Yeah, I was sick for about a week. It's pretty nasty. Yeah, well, I guess when you get older, it just stays around longer. <laughs> I, that's all I can explain to you. Hey, B, so we got a lot to talk about. First of all, I'm trying to figure out. Um, we haven't really talked, you and I, about Vic Fangio being gone, but trying to find a new defensive coordinator. And what is Mike McDaniel looking for in this defensive coordinator that maybe he didn't get from the last guy? Yeah, it, there's a lot of layers to this, Joe, for sure. I mean, I, was, I wasn't I was shocked, but I was a little, I guess, disappointed uh, when they moved on because, uh, in my mind, it's going to be very challenging to them to find someone as good, if not better. Uh, there's a reason they gave four and a half million dollars a year to Vic Fangio. There's a reason uh, they, you know, they dealt with his uh, waffling back and forth for about two weeks last year before he actually signed his contract. Um, he's a really, really good coach, and the Eagles, you know, left the opportunity to get him when it became clear that things weren't going to work out here. So, you know, it's it's certainly it's. I think the Dolphins got worse because they moved on from Vic Fangio. Now there's more than one side of the story. Clearly, he did not get along with some of his players. A lot of them uh, celebrated on social media when he got let go. Uh, he sounds like, through his emissary, Ron Jaworski, 
fired back saying, hey, well, yeah, those guys that are celebrating, they didn't want to work hard, and they're out partying in South Beach. Where's the truth? Maybe it's somewhere in the middle. To me, and we need to talk to Mike McDaniel before we know this answer for sure, but had the relationship between the coaches gotten to a point where it was no longer tenable, right? There you uh, go. I, I, don't, I don't care if a player and coach don't, don't get along. Like, it's, I, I haven't loved every boss I've had in my life. You, you be a professional, you do your best, you move on, you make it work. But if it got to a point where the coaching staff uh, didn't like Vic there, then I understand why they moved on. But, you know, it's, Joe, it's a lot easier to break up than make it work, right? And, and the breakup is done. Now they've got to find someone who's going to do the job nearly as well as Vic did. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. He took similar. I know Jalen Ramsey was there for half the season. But beyond that, it was basically the same personnel that they had in 2022 and made it much, much better. Got career years out of Christian Wilkins and Bradley Chubb and certainly Zach Sealer and Andrew Van Ginkle, these front seven players who, by the way, haven't been coming out and ripping Vic Fangio. It's been mostly the secondary, it sounds like. Are you going to be able to find someone who can unlock that same potential out of a defense? By the way, who probably won't be as talented as it was last year. They're going to lose some players that they had. Um, It's a bit concerning to me. Yeah. Uh, so, Leslie Frazier, any shot? And uh, is that the kind of guy Mike's looking for? You think it could be somebody on the staff right now? Well, they got they got six guys, and they had seven before uh, Bobby Babbage uh, stayed in Buffalo and took their D.C. job. So they cast a really wide net. Uh, certainly the names we know pretty widely are Brandon Staley, uh, Leslie Frazier you mentioned, and the two internal candidates, Anthony Campanelli and Ryan Slowick. We got news yesterday that Lane Kiffin's Brother Chris, uh, son of Monty, who created Tampa 2, right? right. Uh, he's on the list. And I mentioned uh, Anthony Weaver, uh, who I've known for almost like 20 years uh, when I used to work for the Ravens. He was a Ravens player, worked his way up. What, what's interesting to me, Joe, is this. Um, there's not really one, okay, this is a Vic Fangio um, disciple that you know is going to get the job, right? Uh, if, if you're looking for continuity, you would probably want to hire Brandon Staley because he has the one who's run that defense the closest. Um, you know, maybe if they promote Slower or Campanelli, they'll they'll just you know stay the course. But to me, it's interesting. Frazier uh, and, and Anthony Weaver; those aren't sit back and play too high shell defensive coordinators. They like mixing it up. They like bringing a, a ton of different looks, even from the secondary. Uh, their blitz rate was way higher than Vix has been. So to me, it tells me that Mike isn't pigeonholed into, yeah, this is what we've got to have. He's, he's creating a, a pretty open-minded search. Uh, and, yeah, maybe Leslie Frazier convinces him, hey, yeah, you know, I, I do have some of that Tampa 2 DNA in me, but I also, you know, <laughs> I learned from Buddy Ryan as well, and here's right. some things you need to do to mix it up. Uh, it'll be really fascinating to, be, fascinating to me to see who they end up with. Uh, and if they do promote one of their internal candidates, uh, it tells me those candidates absolutely crushed it because they have really good experience options available to them. Hey, Bees, I, I got to ask you this because uh, we, we got a lot of stuff to cover here. I, I, got, I got a little bit of buildup over the last couple of weeks with, with all the different things going on. Uh, the Tua Tungavailoa contract, we know the fifth-year option has been picked up for a little more than $23 million. Where Where do you stand right now as far as – Giving him a big contract. I keep seeing guys are talking about giving thirty-five to forty a, a year, and I'm and I'm telling everybody, Tua's not taking that. Not the season he just had. He's not taking that. His agent's not going to let him take that. W- what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, yeah, 35 to 40 is definitely not on the table. That means he'd be making less than, like, Daniel Jones. That's that's not going to happen. Uh, but I also don't think that Dolphins are going to give him top-of-market money. Uh, let's be frank, Tua cost himself significant money the last month of the season, right? When that offense stopped working, particularly against the best teams, particularly on the road in cold situations, uh, it was revealing. And it raised questions that people have had for a long time about the guy. Um, and this isn't to say that we don't think he's a very good quarterback. I, I You know, I, he's a pro bowler for a reason. He led the league in passing. He has made strides under Mike McDaniel. The question is, is he starting to come up on that ceiling? And if they internally think that there is another level, maybe they roll the dice and give him a little bit more than I think he's probably worth. To me, a reasonable contract for all involved, particularly since let's, let's not kid ourselves. They, have, they control his rights for another three years. I know he's entering his fifth year of his option. In theory, it's a contract year. He's not a contract year. They have the franchise tag available to them. And, and, and if you take what he's going to earn this year and what two tags would be over the next three years, that's like $135 million. That's $45 million a year. And to me, that's really the number that his value is. More than Daniel Jones, or like the Matt Stafford range, including inflation, I think that's about right. Mm. He is not Joe Burrow. He is not Josh Allen. He is not Patrick Mahomes, by the way, who's way underpaid, like way underpaid. When he took his that 10-year contract a few years back, we knew we'd get to the point where inflation would catch up and he'd be underpaid. And it's Mahomes, happened. I think is, yep. Mahomes is in line for a new deal as well. You, if the Dolphins pay to a 55 to $60 million a year, not only will it be a mistake, I think people will eventually pay for that mistake with their jobs. So, and I think there's that understanding. I think there's understanding that we like this guy a lot. He has brought a lot of really good good things to our franchise. But is he at $58 million a year quarterback? I have a hard time saying yes to that. Don't have a lot of cap room. Every you're you're way, you're you're in cap hell actually right now. I'm just curious if you look at it. Christian Wilkins, priority one to get signed, re-signed. Ooh, I, I, you know, I go back to when they offered him the deal over the summer, and he said, "Nope, not enough." And so they turned around and gave money to Zach Sealer, who at the moment, at the time, they said, "Oh no, it's got nothing to do with each other." I don't know if that's completely accurate, to be honest. I think Zach Sealer has gotten some of Christian Wilkins' money. Now, are they going to just let him walk? That would be silly. He's a really, really good player. Uh, they had the tag available to them this year. Um, I would not be surprised if they try to do like a tag and trade situation. Um, and if they can't get a trade done, they do whatever they can to get an extension done. And if they can't get an extension done, he'll play one more year in that tag, and, and that'll be it. But you can't – look, you let Christian Wilkins walk, and all you're getting back for him is a 2025 third-round pick at best. Yeah. That's bad value for a guy whose rights you still control. And, you know, you can say a lot of things about Chris Greer. He's had some misses, certainly on the offensive line. We've talked about his shortcomings. One thing that dude does very, very, very well is understands value, understands what assets are worth and how to maximize those, that value. Uh, it would be surprising to me if, with the franchise tag available to, to them, they just let him walk. But, you know, unless Wilkins wants to take some sort of hometown discount, which he clearly does not because he would have done it last year before he had a career year, uh, I find it very hard to to find a way that they can make the contract work that will make all sides happy. All right, let's go to uh, free agent number two, Robert Hunt, one of the top uh, 
offensive lineman, I guess, in free agency at right guard. Can you resign yeah, him? Get, yeah, he's going to get paid, and I don't think it's going to be by the Dolphins. Uh, it would surprise me. Again, these, these are these are things the Dolphins could have solved two years ago, right? Well, you know, uh, they let it they let it get to the, the deadline, and here we are. And and I think they've made the decision that we love Robert Hunt. We also know that if he's asking for twelve million dollars a year, you know, maybe even a little bit more, that's going to be hard for us to stomach. So. If you're asking me to rank them and, and likelihood that they return, uh, I would say Wilkins is more likely than Robert Hunt. Uh, how do you feel about Connor Williams coming off now, uh, obviously, an injury, uh, a bad injury to, to come back? Any, any yeah, shot it, of that? Yeah, I think there's a real shot that happens because, unfortunately for him, his value isn't what it would be if he didn't get hurt. Uh, he, he held out. I feel so bad for the guy because he held out of the spring ball for, very this, for this very reason, right? Uh, I'm in a contract year, I'm underpaid in my mind, and I know I'm one injury away from going into free agency in a bad spot. Well, yeah. that's exactly what happened. Uh, I think they have more leverage now than they did before the injury, and um, it would not at all – you saw how well the offense functioned when he was all in the field versus off. Yeah. It would not at all surprise me if they get something done with him. So uh, we can go on about all that. So I want to ask you, so I've been big on this, keep the first and second round pick. Make them friggin' find two guys that can friggin' play like like other teams do. I, I'm done with the trades for for top notch expensive players. How do you feel about that for this year? And I know it's all in year two. I I get it, but I still want to do it through the draft. It's it's not sustainable, Joe. Right? It's not. You cannot continue to do that and not have any young players on their rookie deals. Right? You just cannot do that. You saw, they, you know, they what what production have they gotten out of their two drafts the last two years? Devon H. Hannon, that's basically it. You cannot have a two-year run where that's it. That's the totality of what you're getting out of your draft. Uh, totally, totally agree with you. In fact, I would say you trade back from 21. You try to get an extra pick in the top 100 because here's the sad reality, Joe. If you're counting on day three guys this year, you're out of luck. This is a very, very, very shallow draft. Uh, a lot of guys are coming back because of NIL, the COVID situation has still kind of screwed up the, the whole, you know, scouting deal. This, everyone says, you, if you got picks in the top 120, great. You get past there, and it's kind of bleak, and I think that's Ooh. the truth. Uh, Camp Smith, um, Omar and I have had this discussion. I don't believe coaches – there's a lot of coaches that don't like guys that they're that are playing for them, but they're still going to play them. I've seen Don Shula not like a lot of guys, but he played them because he knew how good they were on Sunday. I don't believe he didn't play Cam Smith because he didn't like him. I think there was more to it. What about you? Totally agree. And and maybe Cam Smith is one of the guys that wasn't completely bought in as a rookie. We'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see how the, the new coaching staff responds. But there is a reason, okay? You're playing undrafted rookies coming off the practice squad over Cam Smith in a playoff game, right? And that's that, that's a, a huge red flag. They had no other options, and they still didn't use him. I agree with you. It cannot could not have just been a you know difference of opinion. It had to have been. Hey, we can't trust this guy right now. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been crazy. Well, there's a lot going on, man. It is not going to be a boring off season here. Trying to figure out what's uh, what's going to happen to everybody from quarterback down to defensive coordinator to everything else. Bees, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, have me on any time, Jeff. All right, Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network joining us. Brian Geltziler, Sirius XM NBA Radio, going to join us coming up here in about 25 minutes from now. We'll get into the uh, Miami Heat and their seven straight losses. Good God, I never thought I'd say that. 
I thought there was a better chance I was going to come on and say I just got fired for talking trash about my boss. The fact he never works, he's never here. But I, I, it's amazing. It wasn't even wasn't even the case. We were okay. Hey, uh, all right, we got to go to break here. I do want to say this, man. It sure is nice to have Baptist Health South Florida. Gosh darn, I'm telling you right now, you're talking about one of the top sports medicine programs in the country. For all athletes that are playing on other teams or retired down here, you don't have to go anywhere else. You don't have to go to your old professional city. Now when you have Baptist Health South Florida, top 50 sports medicine program in the country right here, where do the pros go? Enter Miami, the Miami Heat, the Florida Panthers, and the Miami Dolphins all trust those great doctors, surgeons, specialists, and doctors that work with the teams every day for the knee and shoulder and foot and ankle and hand and back and hip and knee replacement. They do it all with some of the best specialists in the industry. Now, the news gets better because it is Baptist Health South Florida because we have more than one facility for you to go to and uh, see those same doctors that work on high school, college, and professional athletes every day. You know, it used to be uh, down at Coral Gables only, a doctor's hospital, but not anymore. Now we got a facility at Hard Rock Stadium right next to the practice facility, and we also have a new facility. Well, it's about a year old, a Phi 95 and Pine Island implantation. I like to call it Dr. Swartzen territory over there. Listen, man, really good doctors are going to take really good care of you, not just with surgery, but proper rehab. Just visit baptishealth.net slash ortho. One go every day. It's about getting you healthy, playing the sports you love the most. Hey, uh, don't go away, folks, because we have tickets to give away to the Clippers game coming up. And they're pretty good. I don't know. I, I got to see it, you know, once the playoffs start. pretty good? The Clippers or the tickets? No, the Clippers. Okay. No, the tickets. Great. I said great the heat aren't there. No, listen. No, it's we gotta end that streak, man. Gotta you, finish it. Your uh, your queens are coming to town tonight. The Kings, you gotta yeah. you know take care of the Kings. That's right. Get How there. they there a lot of buzz around that up in uh, wherever you were at home by near that area? No, no, nobody cares. It's close to nobody cares. What are they? It's Purdy and or or, or nothing, right? It's pretty Maybe much a little warrior sprinkled in there. So the whole Sacramento area, not to get into geography with you, but the whole Sacramento area is mostly San Francisco fans, as in 49er and Giant fans. And mm. they're all Golden State Warrior fans because they've been really good. So it, it's it's kind of sad for the Kings. They've kind of had to take a, a step back behind the Golden State Warriors who play just a couple hours away from them yeah. without getting into all that stuff. You didn't need that little history. No, I, I appreciate the history lesson there. I like to know what they're talking about in uh, in Marysville. There's a lot of Purdy talk, a lot of Purdy and uh, in your face. I'll tell you what, his teammates will come out and support him the same way Tua gets support from his guys. He gets it out there, except he just coming off a great comeback that he was a big part of to uh, to get to a Super Bowl as a starting quarterback. God only knows what would have happened. I'd love to have seen him healthy last year against the Eagles where he couldn't throw. That would have been really interesting to see what happens, and the other guy is, uh, is again, I'm not putting Mahomes with Tom Brady as far as he's got a lot of work left, but I got to tell you, for a guy still in his 20s, what he's been able to do. He doesn't have that much work left. Yeah, he does. The other guy's won seven championships. He'll get there. The other thing is, I'm guessing they don't ever come back with a skill group uh, this, this bad. 
That's a good there point. There's no way they I didn't think at that his group roster. Was, yeah. I didn't think his group was very good last year. No, and it got and worse. And it's a lot better than this These group. guys look like they're actively point-shaving, some of them. Oh, like Darius Toney. Like. He doesn't have to worry. He can say whatever he wants. <laughs> they sent his ass home, didn't Oh, they? my God. They have sent him. They said they, spend a little time with that baby. Go ahead and say, here, since you don't agree with what we're trying to cover for your sad drop, ball dropping. Fumbling. Fumbling. Lining up offside. Yeah. We're, you know what? We'll just uh, – we're trying to be nice so we could figure at least help us in practice. Rasheed Rice has come around. He has been good. That's a good second-round pick. Marquez Valdez-Scanley had his first career catch at the end of that game <laughs> out of USF. No, he didn't. He's actually had a couple of catches last couple of weeks. But you none bigger none are, bigger than that one at the end of the year. I just can't believe the Chiefs the are dogs in this game, man. What is it, one? Two now. Well, it's, it's, it's been all over the place. It was, it was two and a half. It opened at two and a half. It was down to I one. I think it's going to be two. a really good game. I think it's going to be a really yeah. good game. We had a great game down here when those two met, remember? That was our Super Bowl. That's right. It was a hell of a game. Looked like Jimmy G and those guys had it. Then Damian Williams and Mahomes. That's right. Damian Williams scored the I two do. touchdowns. Well, I think we're uh, – He won the MVP of that game, didn't he? God, I can't remember. I think Damian won. Williams might have won the MVP of that game. No he had the way. two touchdowns. No, Mahomes had to win it. Did game. he? They have to give it to Mahomes. Uh, Damian Williams had two touchdowns at the end of that game. He had the game winner and oh, then another one to seal it. You're right. He did. Tyreek had a big catch, too. Remember, he had a big uh, big catch in that one. I gotta, I, I'm got. i wondering. I know Tyreek's happy here and has put up big numbers. How do you think he feels about watching his former team just not good without him? Probably not good. And he's sitting here with numbers that probably was never going to have these kind of numbers playing for Kansas City. I'm sure he's very happy here, and he is putting up monster numbers. And he got paid. But no, no, I he got know, he man. got the money. How many rings would he have won up there? He's got that. That has to cross your mind. Well, they could use him. <laughs> yeah, I would think. How about right now? If it was Tyreek, second round pick, and. It's remarkable, though. We talk about Tyreek being the best wide receiver in football. And whatever your your choice is, you can't go wrong. But they got rid of that guy, and they still made the Super Bowl twice. I know. That is won it all. Won it all. And they're probably going to win it all again. I don't think the 49ers can beat them. I think the 49ers have been playing with fire the last couple of weeks. Green Bay should have had them. No, you're right. Detroit really should have had them. There should be a little concern. Uh, the 49er defense should not feel – Yeah, they, they're getting carved up, man. They get carved up pretty good, yes. And uh, sloppy secondary tackling coming up on stuff wide, and it, was, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't perfect by any means. You're right. Texas not, says he would have the same numbers this year in KC. They have no one else to throw to. Yeah, I mean, he did put up huge numbers. He wasn't threatening like 2,000. I mean, he had monster numbers there. Who? Tyreek Hill. No, Tyreek Hill, but he didn't put anything like what we're seeing right now, almost 1,800 yards and 1,700 yards. But I'm guessing if you strapped him up to a lie detector and say, hey, would you rather have the money and the yards or take a little bit less and have the rings? That'd be an interesting one. I know, I know. By the way, it worked out. said, no, if you can't pay me, you got to let me go. Tyreek rather be slapping an old man on a boat than freezing his ass off in KC. (laughs) That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> did somebody will, really come in with that this someone morning? Someone did, 863. Uh, 954 says, I love how people are putting Mahomes in the same breath as Brady. It's comical. Brady has 100 TDs, two Pro Bowls, an all-pro selection, a Super Bowl, 
in his 40s. Let's enjoy Mahomes and leave Brady on the island. He deserves to himself. I totally agree. I'm, by the way, whoever you are and wherever you're from, I agree. That's fair, but like Mahomes is doing stuff we've never seen before. That's fine, but Tom Brady's got not no, he's he, like if you're going to be the goat, you're talking about wins, you're talking about all-time numbers. He's got it all in rings. Since this rings thing is really huge now, guy's got seven of them, six with New England, and then picked another. By the way, what's that at? He goes to a different team and goes, hmm, yeah, good defense. Good receivers, and you got me. Let's go. Mahomes seems like he's really into it, though. Like, he really likes to play and likes to win. So, he's oh, going to no. be around for a while. Like, that little... quarterback show, you saw the way he trains. Like, he's he's going to be around for a long time. Uh, you have to sell me. He is. He's really good. And, by the way, have you noticed, it seems like as soon as these playoffs started, he started running more, too. Just to remind everybody, I can run with some of the best quarterbacks in the game. I'm with you, Woody. Someone I don't said disagree. Mahomes is better, not close. I, I don't know if better is the right word. They're different. Mahomes does stuff athletically that we've never seen any quarterback do. Physi- physically, yeah. Tom doesn't do some of those things. But no. Tom Brady's had to hear this his whole but life. But look, man, if you said Brady in his prime, like if you had to pick one guy to win a big game, you can't go wrong with either of those two, no, right? That's... Prime Brady or prime Mahomes? Yes. I'd take either one. Yeah. But – uh I, I do get a kick because everybody's really pushing the Mahomes thing. Was he 28 or tw- – I don't know if he's 29, 29 yet. But, listen, yeah, he's had a great career. Great career. I mean, he is, he is by himself the best quarterback in the NFL. It was a reminder after that regular season where he struggled once again to score at times, and they were getting shut out in the second half of games, and then here they are in another Super Bowl. Texter says the fact Belichick can't get a job shows how great Brady was. By the way, how do you think Belichick feels about – he must have thought he, there was going to be a bunch of jobs. I think he really thought that Atlanta Falcons job was going to be his. And somebody just felt like and – I, and I heard uh, Adam Schefter talking about this. Like Bill said, he, he'll give up his power. And Rex Ryan goes, nobody believes it, Adam. Nobody believes it. He just said it to get the job. Nobody believes that Belichick's going to change. He's had total control into his 70s, and you think all of a sudden he's going to give it all up and let you control, and he's just going to be like a first-time coach. Yeah, not what about just being a bad hire and just not what players want? Like, there's, I don't think there's any players out there that are dying to play for Bill Belichick right now. Oh, there's been some guys come out and say – I know some of his former players like him. No, the ones no, that did no, all no. the winning. No, but, no, but there's been guys that have said, man. hey, man. Like, if you had like a choice, you want to play for Mike McDaniel, you want to play for – Old man Belichick. I think you're wrong about that. I think some some guys will play for Belichick because they think. Well, I think guys want to win, but I don't think he can win. That's I think the other Belichick, issue. the coach. Belichick's is fine. chasing a record that he's never going to get. By the way, how awesome about? would it be if he never gets another job? He'd never get the record. That could Isn't that awesome? Everybody seems to think that he's going to go in a booth, which, by the way, I think he'll be horrible in a booth. Yeah, why do people he doesn't keep say, saying that? He doesn't, he doesn't say anything in a press conference. Just do your job. He's bad not, on those shows they put him on. That. So now all of a sudden he's going to be a big phony and come out yeah. and start yapping like Rex Ryan or something? <laughs> put him on first take. Yeah, can you imagine? Belichick joins us this morning. Bill, just do your job. Put him next to Skip Bayless. Just do, he, He's not doing that. Anyway, hey, we've got a 9 o'clock hour coming up here. 
We are going to check in on some basketball. Brian Geltziler can help us out from Sirius XM NBA Radio to talk a little bit about this Miami Heat team, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about a great gift idea for the whole family. Everybody can enjoy a tricked-out Cliggy's golf cart. The coolest golf cart on the road here in South Florida. We're talking about 72 volts of pure lithium power, 5-inch lift, backup cameras, all-terrain tires, sweet sound system, and not only that, but a safety system so you don't have to worry about the kids or anybody else having an accident. I am telling you, they did not miss anything when they put these sweet golf carts together, all painted in your favorite colors, 0% financing. Just visit Cliggy's Carts online at golfcartsfl.net or call 954-388-5932. They're located at 1751 West Copens Road in Pompano Beach. And if you can get up there, you really need to, to go to the showroom and see them. Four-seaters, six-seaters, got a lot of cool things going on up there. So if you're looking for a golf cart that is just going to have all your neighbors going, what the hell did you get? I don't have it, and I want it. Visit Cliggy's Carts, an authorized Royal EV dealer. They are sweet. Matter of fact, mention this commercial. You get another $1,000 off. That's Cliggy's, K-L-I-G-G-Y-S. When you get a chance, check them out. They are special. 